The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. Welcome. We're all very, very late to the party this week, but that's okay. So I'm going to launch straight into it. We'll, we'll pick up on the uh, the, the Sheffield United uh, last Gulps winner uh, and a, a bit yeah. of fans forum, but it's not all that. But what I haven't heard all week listening to lots of Tottenham podcasts is how do you beat Tottenham? How does Arsenal beat Spurs? That's what we're going to talk about yeah. today. That's why I want to hear yeah. about what, as, as Tottenham fans, we know precisely what the weaknesses are because we see them all the time. Although, because it's a new yeah. team, we haven't really seen them yet. But what is Arteta looking at, at this team? Um, and uh, potentially what the weaknesses are. Is it too early in their development? Could they be... I know I kind of see this is the way they're going to go, uh, which slightly is at odds with the way Arsenal are playing now. So Arsenal now, uh, they've done the all guns blazing thing, but they've discovered that if you go all out all of the time, by the end of the season, you run out of stuff. So you have to pace yourself a little bit more. Yeah. And as a champion, you have to pace yourself through the season. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's that, it's that, it's that's the way. Yes, you'll get ahead up to a certain point, but people will be burnt out by the time you get there. So now... Arteta, after his four years and £600 million, has realised that, one, Rob Holding needs to get the fuck out. <laughs> so he's never available, never available, that guy, because at some point we're going to call on him. If you, he's in the squad and he's registered, he's going to fucking play. So they need to remove him. I'd rather mm. a child plays than him. But uh, the, the stately behaviour of being a successful team is that you have certain am- uh, amounts of control in a match or certain amounts of uh, control in a in a month, in a season, uh, of which they uh, they got our attention running around like idiots, but in the end they realised there's got to be something more about this and they've got to be a little bit more circumspect, circumspect in how they do it, which is going to be interesting because Arteta's going to look at Spurs and he's going to say to himself, they are young, they are new, this guy, I don't know much about. So this is a team that can't have forged too many close bonds too soon. So our best approach, and this is the approach that they had last year, but that was the way they were doing things last year, is to try and blow them out of the water very, very early. Let's yeah. test those yeah, new yeah. bonds we've got. Let's test the... Um, the uh, the strength of the bonds between each of the constituent parts of the left right the center, uh, left centre back right centre back and right back and it's a new back four with a, a goalkeeper uh, that hasn't played with them enough to know how everybody else plays. Let's go out and try and kill them early, but that's not how they play right now. Yes, they did it against PSV, but PSV had a, a ridiculous notion that they could turn up and just. Uh, wipe the floor of them and it, it's um, the PSV 4-0 I didn't watch it I intended to then I came to my senses no, after watching 
Arsenal play Crystal Palace <laughs> this season. I thought this is not worth watching. How many times does a man need to see Eddie Nketiah, uh, a, a right back <laughs> masquerading as a forward up front, who is essentially told just to run around a bit and produce no quality whatsoever? Um, and it, it's done a very good job keeping the, the thing warm for uh, Gabriel Jesus. So it's interesting to see whether um, the weakness of the, the Spurs team is the newness of it. And can we expose yeah. their early, early days? But. Yeah, and kind of break the spirit as well. Arteta, Break spread, but does Arteta or, or, or break a thing that there's, that there's not that hasn't even been built yet? Uh, which so yeah. you don't have to smash something down too hard if there's no strength in it already. Yeah. And we haven't experienced any uh, disappointment with these new guys yet. I mean, at the Fulham, notwithstanding. But I just find it interesting oh, yeah. that Arteta doesn't play this way anymore. And will he? Attack Spurs like he did um, with Conte last season, where I don't even know what the score was. I think it was one all at half time. Royale got sent off, and it's just a mess. Was it three one in the end? Or something? I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah right so that up. was a mess. But we turned up to die. We turned, we were waiting to lose. Mm. So let's expose. Let's expose the 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 Tottenham weaknesses. What? Yeah. What, if at all? I mean, you can you can even take it back to the Sheffield United game. What did Sheffield United do to make it so difficult for us to win the game in the ninety eighth and the hundredth hundredth minute? Um, although you, that's not a great deal you can take away from it from this game because Sheffield United would not play like Arsenal. Um, no, no, no. I mean, the goal they scored shows the potential vulnerability of the high line and all that sort of stuff the first goal well the only goal because yeah. um, it was just a long ball over the top and I don't doubt that Arsenal will be trying that with Saka and, and Martinelli yeah uh, and arguably they're likely to be more successful with it than Sheffield United uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, a bit of that but then they don't play that many kind of long balls so it's We'll see. But I would have thought certainly the high line is something. And I mean, that's definitely kind of what a lot of Arsenal fans on Twitter have been talking about. And it's going to be 8 0 at half time because we're just going to mm. run us ragged with the high line. Um, but beyond that, I, I don't think there's much. I don't think there's much, really. I mean, a lot of it will be midfield. In fact, probably the entire game will be what goes on in the midfield. It's going to be, it's going to be dense. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, really. Uh, but yeah, in terms of vulnerabilities, I think the only thing really that they can be targeting is is the high line and the potential gaps on the wings when the fullbacks tuck in. Um, but then at the same time, you're doing that normally. In previous seasons, it would be Ben Davies or whoever yeah. filling in for the fullback when the ball's played over the top. And now we've got somebody who's as fast that's kind of most of their players, I would imagine, in Van der Ven. It's, it's it's a slightly different animal. But we haven't. Yeah. As, well, I mean, we haven't seen too much of that. I suppose that didn't. That certainly wasn't the occurrence for the Sheffield United goal. I can't remember where Van der Ven was. There's, I mean, not that any of it was his fault. Um, 
But yeah, beyond that, I can't, I can't, I can't think of what else specifically they'll be targeting, other than as you say, if they can slap us up a bit early, destroy the enthusiasm, which is a yep. lot of the driving force, you would say, because these strong boards, uh, bonds haven't been forged yet, and all that sort of stuff. So a lot of it is just the, the sheer enthusiasm of it and the freedom that they're feeling. So yeah, they'll, they'll be looking to to slap us up quite quickly. I would have mm-hmm. thought. And see and see how we respond to that. Um, yeah, and yeah. I suppose we don't, given the games that we've played so far, we don't really know. It's one thing to concede a goal against Sheffield United and not give up hope that you're going to get back in the game, but I suppose it's a slightly different beast with Arsenal. Yeah, the Sheffield United game was was was. Um... <sighs> Was, well, it was frustrating for most of it, which is absolutely fine. But it, mm. it wasn't frustrating in most of it because you always felt that the game was, uh, they were about, Spurs were about to score. But I felt yeah. that there was a certain arrogance in the way we were playing that we weren't pushing it hard enough. And we thought it would just happen. Yeah. Which is something that, yeah. Um, which is something that Postacoglu, in the same way that he hated the fact that Madison was going on the floor once we went a goal up, uh, once we were winning and we started faking injuries. Um, <laughs> and which was hilarious, which is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, it, it's, it's something that any pub player would um, appreciate, and and it's great for you know connection with the fans and all that kind of stuff. Multi-millionaire did, does that shit to take the piss. It's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like in terms of yes, there's a. Um, yeah, but the Sheffield United game, it was, it, I was essentially I sat there most of the second half mourning the game. I was mourning the game. I thought it was over. It felt like it was over. We didn't feel like we were pushing hard enough to make uh, a difference in it. But I think the difference in what I saw then as opposed to bygone years, is that there didn't seem to be that much, and it was part of the arrogance of it, but there didn't seem to be too much panic. In no, there wasn't any. How how we were playing, culminating in the second goal, which was just... Yeah, yeah, we weren't forcing like anything. a training ground goal. It was training ground goal yeah. in the end. Yeah. Um, really smooth, lots, lots of easy stuff, and you wouldn't expect it to be, you know, 90 plus 10. <laughs> yeah. in a match um, yeah and then it was uh, was it two at the back if that we took Van de Ven off we put Hoybier Udogi I think was like, playing centre back almost in centre back yeah exactly yeah. you know I said this early in the season Udogi could definitely play centre back oh physically he's got it he could definitely do it he's already playing central midfield yeah. it doesn't make that much difference going stepping in in back there and so there's it's difficult for Arteta because he this is this is a new side and he he can't you knew what you were getting with the Conte team and you knew exactly how you could squash them Uh, but this this, there seems to be a lot more variables in it Um, uh, we know we know how Arsenal play they got rid of Shaka. Yeah. They put in a waste of time, um, Kai Havertz, in the half yeah. space, um, which would be in behind Madison and behind Saar. 
but nowadays we'll have Poro in there. But in a defensive yeah. situation, we'll be back four. Sar's going to have to be clever. Uh, but yeah. I think, you know, Martinelli's either not played or injured. Um, and Martinelli isn't a good player. He's just very irritating. He occupies your oh, consciousness. He, and, you he, know, occupies he, your he runs at people and stuff. Yeah. yeah. He very rarely has any product and he looks ugly, is ugly, plays bad. He's a disgusting footballer, really. He just does nothing. He just kind of sits out wide and you just want to kick him. That's all. That's all. That's all he has. It's very irritating kind of footballer. Um, not easy on the eye. Doesn't really do anything exceptionally well. But you can't ignore him. That's that's no. that's his yeah. superpower. Is that it's not very good, but you can't ignore him. Uh, but then mm. uh, Saka is Arsenal's best player, and of what I've seen this season of Saka, yeah. he's not running anymore. And um, not the same amount, no. Well, if he's not running, he's no good to anyone. Um, but yeah, he can turn it on. But I haven't seen anything good. But again, again, I don't need you wasting your energy now. So I imagine there's a certain amount of let's just get through the matches and just rack up the points. And um, you know, now we're in the Champions League. We're, we're, we have to do things differently. We've had a week off, mm. which is an interesting thing. Um, um, how players keep make make up their time now that they're not in they're, they're this uh, Tottenham is a Champions League team not playing in Europe, not Champions League, not playing in Europe. So yeah. they have these yawning chasms now of absolute nothingness. I don't know how there must be within the Tottenham uh, establishment people who are just chaperoning these players around because. Whereas normally we'd be preparing, playing a match, day off, travel, yeah. Champions League or Europa League or whatever it is, back into the next thing, and there's no time. Now these guys mm. need to be fucking like chaperoned all over the shop because they've got far too much fucking time on their hands to do I don't know what. Yeah. Um, so looking at. <laughs> It's a it's a difficult. We also have another like uh, people have been quite uh, clear about that. Cooley, you can't drop because he scored a fucking winner in the last last minute, and you can't do anything about it. Richie and Son, um, I think Solomon might just disappear in this match, and I don't think we can I, I afford. Think so. I don't think we I can think afford so. him to just disappear. And, and I've seen it before, and I don't like it. Uh, there's yeah. so much as he can play, and this isn't a match. So. I, I I am definitely turned. I, I've, I'm more convinced now that Son should go back to the left and Richie up front. I think for this one he will, given that Richie I, scored and got an assist the other day. Exactly, that's, that's yeah. a reason to bring him in, and you don't drop Son. So that's an easy it's, one. It's, yeah, yeah, it's an easy one. But when I saw, no, I've watched Arsenal mm-hmm. play three times for fuck's sake this season. Manchester United. Crystal Palace and the Everton. My God, the Everton was bad. But that was partly because Everton are awful, awful. They should just be relegated. And I don't know how they escaped it last season. They're doing nothing better. Um, Sean Dyche is just just a, just a horrible manager. Uh, and they're a completely dead team. So it was hard to watch anything about them. But uh, uh, I... It's, it's it is quite difficult to get much 
out of them. But in the Manchester United game when uh, Rashford was there, so Arsenal played very... Um, they dropped 10 yards for the Arsenal mm. game. Uh, sorry, for the Manchester United game because they were terrified mm. of Rashford. Um, and now that... Uh, uh, we'll go on to the Raya Ramsdale thing, but... Um, the ball over the top of White. And they just knew that Manchester United only had Rashford. Um, and so they had to be extremely wary of him. Um, and we have this joker in the pack, which is Brennan Johnson, who could be the Rashford for this. Yeah. yeah. I think Son... <sighs> I just don't want to get into a situation where we're chasing the game and putting Brennan Johnson on. There might be... Mm. although I think it's far too soon it is too soon to get him in it's kind of obvious who should play there but be very aware that if t- it turns to shit too quickly yeah. that Brennan Johnson is there because they're terrified of the thing over the top with the guys um, pushing in uh I'm fascinated to see the uh, the Basuma Declan Rice. Yeah, is going to be fun. They essentially play opposite ends of the spectrum of midfield, but and if they are getting um, if they are getting in touching difference distance, something has gone terribly wrong or terribly right. Um, yeah, if, if Basuma is engaging. Um, Rice, and then Rice would never be standing in the centre of the pitch because he basically plays left centre back uh, for them. When um, when uh, what's his name Zinchenko goes on his walkabout, uh, yeah. who where he ends up in right centre midfield um, inexplicably. Um, there's just something. There's, there's there's just something to be exploited in there. That mm. it's just going to be interesting that we've had seventy percent possession in most of our games. They've had seventy percent possession in most of their games. How how is that going to play out? We can't both have seventy yeah. percent possession. So Ange will be making some kind of concession to it, but. There still is an element. There still is an element of uh, Ange where I, I almost think there are no tactics whatsoever. It's it's like he said before. We've heard somebody else say, "If you see a space, go." That's not tactics. Yeah, that's oh, not yeah, tactics. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and I like that, and I like that because the game is overcomplicated, and it shouldn't be. Um, it shouldn't be over overthought, and you've got. Uh, 22-year-old kids who don't really need too much information uh, and you just have to assemble yeah. uh, basically intelligent footballers for the start. Um, I see that an area of weakness would be the back of Saar um, but then again Havertz yeah. will be there so I'm not sure how I don't know, sure. I'm not sure he's capable of exploiting that that thing, um, yeah. Uh, what you what will you have? You'll have it'll be Raya, White, 
Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Rice, uh, Odegaard, Havertz, Saka, Trossard, and probably Jesus in this. Probably Jesus. Yeah, yeah probably. which I would prefer. Which I would prefer. Because um, he... We will burn him out in, in like the first 50 minutes of shit minutes of shit time. And then he, he has no impact. We'll just stall him up. Mm. Um, but I think the, 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 what's so exciting about this game is that we don't know how good we can be in this. And, and Arteta can't, doesn't know how good we can be. And he doesn't know what. Well, if we don't, yeah. what this is, what he's facing, because mm. we don't know either. Um, yeah. Um, I thought in the Sheffield United game, Madison wasn't very good, uh, but he's allowed, like any footballer oh, yeah. and any any human, not to be great. But th- yeah. th- it was a glimpse of if he's not playing well, we don't play well, and I don't like that world. I don't like that world because we have enough good players not to wait around for that guy. Um, mm. But it was the elements of holding on too long. Uh, yeah, not releasing, uh, not not getting the ball around quickly enough. Uh, but, you know, it's early days for him. But I, I do see the back of Saar as an issue. But he's so quick that... Yeah, he's mobile. He switches off. He switches old. He switches old playing in a, in a central midfield situation, and that's that's a big role. That's a big role for him. Yeah, you can hide a twenty-year-old up front. You can't hide a twenty-year-old in centre back. You can maybe hide them at left and right back. Um, mm. but uh, I've heard people talking about getting a Hoiberg in this. No, we've moved on no, from no, that no, world. No, no. We've yeah, moved yeah, on. yeah. That, that's seeing games out. Or I mean, yeah. you know, fine. If, yeah. Even if you're trying to change a dynamic, fine. But not for starting. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Harry no. Kane's gone. We tear the whole thing up. The whole thing's tired. Yeah. And if yeah. there's a guy who's showing promise, I need him to get all of the minutes as quickly as possible for him to develop as a player, rather than a player who where where we've seen the best of him and there's there's nothing else that's going to surprise us about his performance. There's nothing that Hoiberg will ever do that will ever surprise us. Saar, the world is his oyster, and we need to give him all Absolutely. of the minutes as, as often as possible for him to develop as quickly as possible. So by the time he's 22, yeah. the man is ready to fucking kill the world. That that That's what we're after. That's what we're after. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's all there. Uh, you might get a situation where and but I don't I just don't buy it. I think the I think we've moved on from the Poro can't defend stuff. Yes. Uh yeah, I think so. he it'll give you a chance, but you, you uh you're playing against Trossard now, who I think is weaker than Martinelli. Trossard is a better finisher. He would get Although his finish against Everton was absolute scuff, but it, it, it somehow fucking spanned off yeah, his left foot. Was... And, and yeah. it was like so far fucking wide. It started near post and ended up in a far post. 
That's how yeah. hit that yeah, was. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was not clean, clean hit at all. All of the give on his left foot was gone. So he's kind of yeah, yeah, it. Blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. Fucking pinball yeah. machine. Big, big so, wet sock. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's an element of I think the, the I think the overriding thing that Arteta can't legislate for is that we don't we haven't seen yet what errors these boys are capable of. So we don't know what you can bank on. You can, you don't know what you can pressure. Uh, whereas if you'd seen Royale's like, oh yeah, maybe he'll just get pushed back and he's, he's there, he's a sitting duck. But if you've got Poro, who's essentially Christian Eriksen playing at right back, who's seeing these passes yeah. from crazy angles. So he's got the best angle for every pass. That's the unique mm. brilliance of um, anybody who plays left or right back. Left and right back is generally considered the shittest players on the pitch. In Sunday morning football, you get stuffed at <laughs> left and right back because you can't fuck it up too much. Yeah. But yeah. but you also have the best angle on the pitch for passing, if you can see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, centrally, you've really got to work the angles and the pacing and the, the, the pacing of your pass has to be perfect. But from a, a deeper uh, extremity, there's a little bit more forgiveness in in, in the ball. Apart from the fact that he can he can deliver um, super passes anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we we're not we're not they're not sure of what we're bad at yet because we haven't had the time to demonstrate it, which makes it makes it quite really quite dangerous. Yeah, we haven't won there since Eunice Kabul in 2010. <laughs> we have not won there. Well, there was the League Cup Delhi Alley. I don't count oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't count that. And even the goal Delhi Alley scored was fucking horrible because, uh, and of which this is something we don't do now. It was just a ball back. You know, we were getting squeezed, and it was just a hoof up to Harry Kane. Uh, that Harry Kane wasn't. Uh, it was unopposed. Uh, he could get his back. Yeah, he turn, chest, pass, finish. It was just very root one stuff for which we don't play anymore. Yeah. In that, in that, in those terms, straight for the goalkeeper. Uh, so we haven't won in the league since 2010. So it's extremely unlikely <laughs> that we'll do so again. Yeah. But our team is unlike previous incarnations of. Of the side, so yeah, very much. So. It's hard. It's like you're playing somebody else. It's like somebody else with the Tottenham kit on. It isn't the Spurs that you played for the last four years. No, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Go back to the um, yeah, no, it's difficult one. It is difficult. Going back to the Sheffield United one, it was it was a very strange watch. I, I haven't I've written anything down because I was just because the history books will say two one at home against Sheffield United, a new promoted team who it will in all likelihood be relegated uh, with Luton Town and Burnley. Um, yeah. So a two one victory against Sheffield United is not a great 
That's a great thing. I think before the match, I said, oh, this is going to be fantastic. We're going to have loads of the ball, <laughs> loads of chances. I can see a pumping here. I can see an absolute car- carnage uh, cricket score going on. Yeah. And in terms of possession and chances and shots, it was a cricket score, but none of none of the goals happened. Uh, but, and I, and I, 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 I essentially for the last 20 minutes, I was just slumped watching this side. <laughs> Just ferreting around uh, this despicable, uh, time-wasting. Um, oh, that was, was going on. Was bad. Which, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It, it was bad. But also, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I can't blame a team that no, is that no. shit. Um, yeah. it's a tactic yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's it. an extra man and you've got to use it but equally the thing that you thought that keeps keeps you in years gone by that would have been a 1-0 win at Sheffield United yeah oh, fabulous been three minutes of injury time game time good night yeah. yeah and it would have worked um, but, in, but in the end uh, and I suppose this the Darren well What's hilarious, if you extrapolate it back through all of football, we've been shortchanged forever. There's far few few minutes being played, and only now have they decided... Oh, yeah, I know. It's ludicrous, isn't it? ...that football fans, paying football fans, aren't watching much football. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of time-wasting going on, and it's taken this long. It kind of makes you reassess... All football up to this point. It's like, right, so uh, time-wasting and um, cheating and short-changing, defrauding the fans has been prevalent forever, and it's only until 2023 have they decided that that, that, that must stop. Uh, mm. It's... It's 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 quite astonishing. It's quite astonishing. But the same thing that the, they they tried to use as a as a weapon against us uh, was the thing that killed them in the end. Uh, uh, they'll find other reasons to change the rules on things, but uh, yeah, it was the thing that they thought that they could use as a weapon that was um, turned against them, and in the end, they fell on their own sword. But more often than not, that will work. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny, uh, though, isn't it? It's, it? it's been part of the game for so long now that it is ingrained into a lot of these sorts of teams. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this season, we'll see whether it continues in following seasons or subsequent seasons where we're still getting 10, 12 minutes of injury time. No, uh, but I that tactic is, is essentially where. defunct. Yeah, where not? I mean, it'll probably be, they'll find a middle ground somewhere. I imagine. Yeah. Um, but it has kind of just proven that tactic to be slightly defunct in the new system. Yeah. Well, with the new rules and all that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, no, it's painful. They were doing it from the first half, like before they were even winning the game. They, the keeper was taking ages, and it was quite funny watching the um, interview with their manager. After the game, oh, Jesus Christ! And, I mean, he wasn't wrong about the referee. The referee was fucking awful, uh, yeah, was. but not in the ways that he was 
believing essentially no. so oh well, the guy was telling us how to play it's like well our goalkeeper you know he's got to suddenly change his mind if he was going to pass it short and the Tottenham players were all pressing so yeah that's that's true but you don't have an unlimited amount of time to make your mind up <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, if I you can't think... pass it short, then kick yeah. it long. So this idea is like the yeah. referees are telling us how to play the game. It's like no, mm. tell your men to make their decisions quicker. Otherwise, you're wasting time. Therefore, you're going to get punished. I mean, I never thought that he was ever going to get a second yellow. Even though, well, it's hard to tell because once it starts becoming apparent, even in goal kicks where he hasn't taken any longer than a normal goalkeeper would, the fans are already mm. all on his back and screaming about it. So it's uh, it became probably a lot more dramatic than it was in terms of him specifically. But they had, what, seven day, seven players went down with cramp, I think I read, <laughs> uh, at some point. Like, uh, come on, man. Like, you well, can't, what was the record last year with Nick Pope and, and uh, Newcastle? Last he year, took Newcastle, minutes. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think it was like 18 minutes to take seven goal kicks or something like that. So, was, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the numbers are probably wrong. Yeah. But yeah, something had to be done. And he's still in the mindset of that world. But that world doesn't exist anymore. It's 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 changed. So he, he can't yeah. have any complaints. I mean, the red card stuff. I mean, I presumably you're going to go through the game shit. So we'll go over that. But, uh, yeah, yeah well, I don't no, think you have much I, to complain I, about. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. Well, no. I'm not going to go through the game through shit because shit at all. Because I, I uh, one didn't write it down because I was too depressed for most of the match. <laughs> and then the 98th and uh, and 100th minute, um, I didn't. I didn't yeah. But yeah, what I found fascinating about his the, the Hicking, uh, what's his name? Hicking, Hacking. Oh, what uh, the fuck is his name? He's going to get sacked yeah, before you know. Good. Anyway, because they they played so miserly and miserable that and like a championship. Mm horrible team so you just get there's there's enough good players there not to do it but what i found hilarious about his you know, um oh we were going to take a short one and then the, the tottenham um were aware of our short ball so we thought we have to play long. <laughs> football football isn't a turn-based game <laughs> if, if, yeah. I, I, i'd absolutely love it if it was that it would take 24 hours Oh yeah, exactly. And, like your chest, you're just sitting there. Hmm. Yeah, you're sitting there. Chest. You're like, all right. My God, he's made his move. And I've got this guy here. I've got to. I've got to move that guy there. So if it was turn based, I, I would love the, the like the Champions. If I could relive the Champions League final, and if it was turn based, and the ball in the first 19 seconds goes over there, it's like right. Mane is cutting inside. <laughs> Musa Sissoko. Yeah. Am I going to ask you yeah. to raise your arm? <laughs> For a sustained amount raise of time. Raise your arm, yeah. Musa Sissoko. Yeah. No, if it, if it was turn-based, I would make sure that Musa Sissoko didn't. <laughs> so, football is not a turn-based game. You don't have infinite <laughs> no, time. But... Already, already, you've got uh, yeah. 10 minutes at the end of the match because you're not fucking doing anything. The great thing about like um, a Sunday morning football, if the ball went out for a goal kick, some cunt's got to go and get it. So it was it was ne- it was never considered time wasting. It was ah, yeah. oh, it's in the thistles. He's going to be. It's well. in the thistles. I'm not going. Are you going? Who's going? Oh fuck it. Oh yeah, you'd get so pissed off with strikers taking shots. It was just fucking blazed over the bar. Because like, oh. So you, oi, you go and get it. Go and get you go and yeah. get it. Well, gee, do you think I've got to go? I'm defending that. 
Yeah, look at so Jesus morning Christ. football, yes. Uh, there was a certain amount of time. Well, it's not time wasting. It's just uh, just extreme lack of ability. Just, but then, but no fans, and the ball doesn't come back. Um, and I understand <laughs> and that. And it's only one ball. And it's only one fucking ball. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's just yeah, 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 yeah. But I did, I did no, think it, about it, the, the time wasting Sunday morning football. It's quite quite funny. Oh yeah, yeah, um, but no, it tickled me very much that, he, that as again him him talking about oh well the, the, they they were we had to kind of change our attack and we had to change our approach because suddenly the Tottenham players were pressing our defenders to the goalkeeper again he's he's laying it out like it is a a turn based chess move <laughs> as though the horse shit that they were delivering was anywhere near chess was, you're not playing chess my friend yeah. no, I, I, Jesus Christ do you open Jesus the door to the friend. troll cave or put on the invisibility cloak <laughs> no you kick it short or you kick it long for no, fuck's sake no, no exactly you know very quickly whether you can kick it short if you can't then you've got to kick it long and to be yeah, fair if, like, if you're uh, kicking what, it long if you think your bloke can't win the fucking header of which Ollie McBurney can win everything just kick it in his head yeah, exactly. He he literally pretty much won every aerial duel that he had. Yeah. So it was clearly an option. So yeah, this idea that well, no, he had to he had to recalculate, <laughs> and those calculations take a while. He had to get his blackboard out. He's got chalk somewhere in his yeah. sock. No, it's, it's it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. So yeah, fuck that guy. But he wasn't wrong. The referee was terrible. The referee. Was yeah, terrible. the referee was terrible. <laughs> but. In, in the world of uh, the PGMRL and choosing referees to um, officiate certain football matches, uh, if I'm going to get a bum ref, I'm looking at the fixtures going, what's the least offensive that he can't fuck up to? <laughs> yeah, Sheffield United, because that's a banker. But it, unfortunately, it just became more of a... Uh, it became more attritional than and than he would have liked, and it um, it exposed it exposed him um, over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, well, but if, but in in again in their eyes, they'll say, well, what was what was the the huge detriment uh, to the game or ourselves? Uh, he did his job badly. Consistently badly for 110 minutes. <laughs> uh, but can you imagine? That's the thing. That's the importance of the the two one victory. Uh, again, the history books will say that it won't mean shit. But uh, we've had a, a fairly cushy start to the season. Yes, Manchester United. Would you, after them finishing third in the season, you would expect that they would push on and do something. But they're a mess. They're a mess. Wouldn't it be nice though? I've 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 worked on things where uh, about 1970, whatever the fuck year that Manchester United got relegated. Too good to go down. We did a lovely little film that we made, and this was the team that had George Best in it. <laughs> what? Hey, if you could design a situation, a scenario, and a bunch of events to occur to. Uh, allow uh, a behemoth football side to get fucking relegated. It it is this it is this scenario that they face themselves. They are a complete and total mess. So, but if fucking 
Rashford scored his head. Oh, is it Rashford and uh, Fernandez scored his header? It could be a completely different thing. Oh, Jesus but Christ! Yeah, shit yeah. has like fallen apart subsequently. But it's hard to. And then, but yeah, that's all of that's happened. Two uh, one, which uh, once you play Sheffield United, you expect to win. They've just turned mm. up. We're on the crest of a wave and all that. But you're very aware if you don't beat Sheffield United last weekend, you had two matches that you probably would expect to lose because in, de- in, in your development, you're not there yet. Yeah. You've got uh, Arteta, four years, 600 million. Klopp, he's been there eight years. Yes, he's on a rebuild, but still a little bit more established than what we've got. So yeah. in a team that is confident that they expect to be confident, it could be tricky, but what we have is that we don't have the, uh, we haven't tasted pain yet with these guys. Yeah. But if we hadn't have beaten Sheffield United, not only did the fan would the fan forum would have been a completely different story. <laughs> They'd have been cancelled for COVID or something. <laughs> cancelled for COVID, there'd be uh, uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be stocks, there'll be throwing tomatoes and turnips and and all all manner of weird shit, which is hilarious when. <laughs> The last fan forum was six fucking years ago. And the only well, reason yeah. we're doing it is because we're not in fucking Europe. Yeah. Uh, but it would have been so intensely hideous to go into the Arsenal game after losing at home to Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good that no matter what happens in the Arsenal game, where... I do expect us to lose, but I, I, yeah, I, I think we will. But if we go there, because it's not about winning or losing this match, it's about the attitude that we have in winning and losing yeah. this match. And if yeah, we go absolutely. there, and there's nothing to 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 demonstrate that we won't deviate from this plan. Is that we're going to go there and take you out? We're going to go there and take you out. Yeah. And that's upsetting. That's upsetting when I don't know who you are and I don't know why you're doing it and I don't know how you're going to do it. Uh, You can watch. You can watch us, but we have too many players who can do something quite, quite special, but within a quite uh, a unified system where we're all we're saying is your good players go play oh yeah that's yeah yeah well that's it yeah it's, it's not a tactic that you can necessarily kind of it's also plan not a pa- to play pattern against. you can predict this is it exactly because if if the key is just exploiting space then it's the formation it's up against is irrelevant because they're seeking the space based on whatever team yeah. that they're playing against. So it's not so much like, oh, well, he's going to be standing here, so I need to stand over there. So I'll 
no, if your system means that you're standing here, then he's going to be standing over there. Yeah. So it's it's that's kind of like what you're saying about he, he doesn't necessarily say that tactics play a massive part in it. It's it's more the understanding of what you need to do, find those spaces, exploit those spaces. And that, uh, yeah, unless you intend to completely shut up shop, which they're not going to do, then it's it really isn't something you can necessarily tactically account for. Yeah. And in, in the system, uh, the, the Arsenal system, where they create obvious spaces, yeah, they create obvious places to run. I don't know whether they this it's not a it's not a trap um, mm. because you're asking a left back to move into the right centre midfield spot. That you know these are these are obvious things that, uh, and also it's completely dependent on. But yes, we run into a space, but where is the space? It's dependent on the opponent and how they move. So the opponent's looking at you going, well, if we do make those moves, they're going to fill the breach the other way. Um, exactly. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. So whenever, whenever yeah. I watch um, Odegaard, I always feel he's slightly a fraud because he's standing next to Saka, who's got all the pacings very good. And all he does as a very slow white guy is stand really close to Saka and just twat around with it a little bit. Whereas when everybody is knows, everybody's very aware is that he's going to pass it to Saka in a minute. This can be really dangerous. <laughs> so every time he spins around and does his little 360, he's going, I'm playing really well. And everybody else is going, fucking hell, at least he hasn't passed it to Saka. <laughs> Yeah. So he stands. It's like a reflected glory. He do, he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. He's just very close to a guy who's quite good. Uh, um, yeah, he's he's and, essentially feeding off the potential danger of Saka. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. And then, I, and, then on, yeah. on, and and but the, their entire side is, um, it leans over that side to, so much to the extent that they don't go there at all. So like in under duress that they go to the other side of which that's what I found with the, the first few games of watching them this season. Very rarely do they ever pass to the Martinelli side. Um, no. He's kind of the free guy the entire time. Cause you've got Kai Havertz next to him and they don't know how to, don't know how to work, work him. I don't think Kai Havertz and we've seen him at Chelsea and yes, he has scored a champions league winning goal. But I don't see anything in that guy no. to be of any no, no. use to anyone that's doing anything interesting. And that's crazy for 65 yeah, I think minutes. Technically, yeah, yeah, I think technically he is a, a good footballer, but whatever it yeah. takes to make that effective, he is lacking. It's, yeah. it's, it's not an ability thing with him, I don't think. I don't no, know what no, it no. is. No, no, he's a good player. It's, 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 yeah, but I don't yeah. know what he but is. He's, he's not a nine. Yeah. He's not an eight. You don't worry. He's not a winger. He's got no pace. He can't hold it up. It doesn't score. It, you're like, what, yeah. what the hell are you? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just no, a tidy no, footballer. No passing ability, but he's a little bit tidy. Mm. Of which... Yeah, no, so I'm, not, I'm not too worried. No, I'm not too worried about him. Uh, but it will be a... Uh, I, I suppose we should uh, address the Perisic ACL. Uh, he's unfortunate. Had, yeah, he's had. Uh, so it would have been in training. 
Yeah, they said what was it? Long contact, they like non contact training as well. So this is not even been this has been doing like sprints or some shit. I don't know, or dodging between little ski poles. Uh, yeah, is no, that fucked. is that is a shame. That yeah. is a shame because you're looking at him at thirty four last season. Probably yeah. retires after this. I don't know um, why he I, would. He, maybe he wants to make a little bit money, more money, but. Uh, yeah, I think he's he a freak. Could do it at, at yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know with him. I don't know if he'll want to bother being that sort of journeyman. But at the same time, I think he is a freak of nature when it comes to just yeah. the amount of shit that he does and, and the way that he conducts himself and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if he's still his, but is. But he was on the uh, national Croatian volleyball team, like while yes, he was playing yeah. football professionally. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's just, just doing all of it all of the time. Yeah, so he probably will be back. But no, it is a shame. It, it is a shame because last is, season in the Conte was, system, um, it was yeah. very much uh, left wing back was too much, just in terms yeah. of the amount of ground that he has covered. But the role that he was kind of playing now, yeah, I think he was he's vastly more suited to that because he doesn't have to cover anywhere near the amount, no. same amount of ground. But his all delivery is delivery and, and make a yard. Yeah. And- Either foot, yeah, 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 and he can do that. So no, that is that is um, yeah, that is a real shame. Yeah, and as you said, Solomon. Yeah, Solomon is. uh, I mean, I suppose it's Johnson now. We can. Yeah, he could be a bit. Once, once the sunny, like the Charlton thing is, that's going to rattle on for a a little bit. Uh, But it will reach a point where it becomes kind of clear what the plan is. I mean, who knows? Maybe Rishi will suddenly hit a rich vein of form, and Son will end up being on the left for a more prolonged mm. amount of time but it certainly yeah. felt like after the hat trick that son was probably probably now at the point of his career and the way that he plays is probably going to be best out of down the middle but who knows who knows but we know brian hill coming back soon i don't think he'll uh he's played a fair bit on the left wing yeah so he's an option but you would think as I say, unless Richie suddenly hits a, a rich vein of form, that Son, Kulu, and Johnson is probably probably the trio that you're going to try and look at. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. yeah, yeah. It's just the um, what did I hear that Richardson hasn't scored a, a goal without the use of his head yet for Spurs. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so, true. so you need guys who, who sling balls in, and Kulusevski can definitely do that. Son doesn't do that at all. No. Uh, Poro does. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a doggy cross the ball. He pulls back. He's a pullback guy. I don't. I don't yeah. think I've ever yeah, seen yeah, a swinger. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, he's never in a position to to hit a deep one. Because he's no, usually too tough. But usually, he's he's so physically able to get higher up the pitch that he doesn't need to sit deep and swing. No, exactly. He's playing one he twos the and then, as you say, cut back. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I have either. No. Uh, so it's only coming from Poro and Kulu. Mm. Uh, oh, or oh, oh, Dirty and Swinger from Madison, but um, that's quite yeah. a difficult, difficult one to difficult yeah. one to get. So. I'm looking at um, I'm needing a big performance out of Madison I think he's going to love being at the Emirates 
I think, I think so. he's going to really enjoy I fucking so. those guys off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like this is the sort of sort of thing that he thrives on. Yeah. In the same way that he's pissed us off um, on several yeah, occasions. Oh, so many times. Yeah. Remember a few times, particularly yeah. at uh, the Walker's Bowl or wherever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Um, I know he's fucked this up a few times, but I need that kind of performance here, uh, where that kind of holding on to the ball a little bit too long works extremely well, because it draws draws attention to you, yeah, and it, yeah, and it, and it makes the the home side annoyed that you're 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 doing it. So that could work, but you're going to need people. Around him, yeah. Well, um, I think a lot of it is. Um, I think a lot of it is probably going to hinge on Bisuma. But then you think about it, like probably. I mean, who's going to be who's going to be the guy that's pressing Bisuma? Because a lot of what we're doing at the moment is just Bisuma beating one man. Suddenly, the lines have been yeah. broken, and it's all changing. It's going to be what Odegaard and Havertz are likely to be the guys pressing Bisuma. I don't know. I think if they I'm put in the Ketia in there, roast both of those. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because you, maybe. Put, if you were doing that, you were put, you were asking Enketia and uh, sorry, you're asking Odegaard and Havertz to squeeze centrally. Yeah, which I'm not maybe. sure he's willing to do. So there might maybe. be an element of he starts Enketia just to just to frustrate Enketia to do that. But yeah, yeah, possibly. But then you know, then you've kind of like. Then you've got then you make yourself weaker. It makes yourself weaker. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, and I think if he's not, if they're then focusing on Bissouma, then you'll see a lot more of the ball going to Kuti, who will, yeah, certainly against Sheffield United, he will find some very nice little threaded, yeah. threaded balls into space. So it's, yeah, a lot of what we're doing at the moment is we're moving around a lot. Who are you tracking? Because yeah. you're going to leave somebody free, and for the most part. <laughs> There aren't many players in our team that can't do some form of damage. So who, whoever you're going to leave free, you almost have to pick and choose. Like who do you think is going to is going yeah. to be the least given is going to be the least damaging? Yeah, but no, a lot of it will be Basuma because that's when he's turned his man or he's beaten the press or whatever. Then that's that's kind of when Madison tends to come alive. Although against Sheffield United, adding a couple of the other games where it's become kind of clear that they're attempting to cover all of the at least they're covering Basuma, so they're covering the short option. Madison ends up coming short then and just adding an extra man into that little set of triangles to start knocking the ball about. So there may be a bit of that. And I think a lot of it is going to be, as I say, like how willing are these Arsenal players going to be to follow everyone all of the time. But it also then depends on, as you say, individual performances. We're going to need we're going to need a big one from Madison. We're probably going to need a big one from Basuma. Yeah. Uh, and if, you know, if they deliver those, then we're going to start asking some serious questions. Yeah, so I'm looking at But then the... ultimately, there's no pressure on us, really. Like we've had a good start no, and all that sort no. of stuff. But when you think about it, the pressure isn't really on us. Well, you're so looking at... So hopefully they can play with that in mind. Yeah, well, you're looking at... Um, Man City... 
to win a league, everybody else is looking at who's going to challenge them. You would expect the team that finished second to be closer. So they've got to be... Arsenal have got to be more stately about if they're going to do this, they've got to do it as calm as City do it. Or at least... Mm. Not as calm, but slightly underneath them. So that that's that, that's that's the way Arsenal got to be. You've got uh, other than that, who the fuck else is there going to win the fucking league? Because you've got Liverpool oh, yeah, are nowhere, no Man United right are it. nowhere, Chelsea are nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So Arsenal are yeah, they're the, only guys. the best placed team yeah. to yeah. win the league. And so Arsenal have got to play this game like this isn't the end of the season. So uh, you would imagine that they would play it quite quite stayed because there's no point burning Mm -hmm. yourself out on this match because we got to win the fucking league. Um, Did they have another Champions League game? (laughs) Immediately, uh, is, there, is there more Champions League next week or is it Fortnite? Fortnite I think it might be Fortnite. It might be Fortnite. But it might, it might be next week. Who fucking knows? I don't know. But yeah, the fact that they played their PSV game, but it was a relative formality. Uh, but they still had to play a fucking match that we, of which we didn't. Yeah. Um, which could have a huge, huge bearing on this thing. Um, because we're not a team that. We're not browbeaten yet. So no. there's, yeah, a no, huge, close. there's a huge... So you're looking at City, Arsenal. Who the fuck else, who the fuck else is there? there? No, there isn't anyone. There isn't Newcastle anybody out there. So, no, fuck Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle Brighton, is just horrible. Horrible team. And they're yeah. going to be split with the, the Champions League. So oh, absolutely. you're yeah. looking a team that's fresh, hasn't tasted defeat yet don't know what their ceiling is uh still far too soon so again my 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 kind of whole premise of the entire season is we finished higher than eighth i'll fucking buy it but also there's an element of and at least these two, two dual worlds can exist we won't have a better shot at being this young and fresh <laughs> yeah, it's true. We only it won't older happen and less again. Fresh. It won't happen again. So yeah. we've got to push this as hard and as quickly as possible. Um, Postacoglu doesn't hang around anywhere very yeah. long. So he's got this thing. So it's the best side he's ever had. His best side he's ever had to coach. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. it doesn't need much coaching. All he said is that, do you remember that thing that you do? Do you know why you love football? Just do that lots. Mm. Or you <laughs> do that, that lot. Why do you like football? Why are you even a footballer? Great. Do that. Yeah. All of the time. <laughs> All of the time. Yeah. And I've got cunts behind you who also want to play football and are having a good time. Great. We are set. We are set. <laughs> we play fast and loose. We play fast and loose and see and see how it goes. Back to fucking Harry Redknapp telling Pavlyuchenko just run around a bit. Pretty much. Yeah. I but but of a much higher standard. A much higher level. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, 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 across the board. I mean, Harry Redknapp had Modric and Bell, but across the board, we have better footballers. The the yeah. the average is much higher. Yeah, because you build to it. You build to it. The team build to it from one from good player to the next to the next. You get to a point where um, you're getting close to titles. Uh, you're not quite there yet, but. Um, your average is good. Your 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 medium level median level is 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 high, uh, and this is where we find ourselves. Yeah. So, like Arsenal had one chance to win the league last year, we've got one <laughs> shot at this to not win the league. But if we don't win it this year, yeah. we're not winning it next year. We're not winning it this year. And yeah, well, if we beat Arsenal. Yeah. At the weekend, we can win the league. <laughs> we can win the league. We haven't won since 2010. And yeah, it's, oh no, this is what I mean. So there's there's absolutely no pressure and even less pressure because it's a new manager. We're only six games in and yeah. there's a couple of new players. Yeah. Yeah. So we can absolutely play into that. It's like we can, we have every right to kind of do everything that I've been telling you to do to play exactly the way that I've been telling you to play. And it doesn't matter if we lose as long it as doesn't matter. It really we doesn't stick matter. to what we're doing. But they have to know that the next time that we play you, we're going to do exactly the same things. We're not going to bend. We're not going to deviate. We're not going to uh, slip from the plan. You know, yeah. the next time we play, we're going to fucking do you again. Win, yeah. lose, or draw, we're going to we'll do it we'll again. Do it better. And that's great. And that's great. And we'll have had a little bit more experience, more games under the belt. Uh, the partnerships would have been formed and we would be in a better place to face you. But it cannot be the the... The basic plan cannot cannot be uh, uh, deviated from. We have to continue with it, yeah. win, lose, or draw, and of which there is no chance of that happening. Um, yeah, I found it interesting that yes, it's been six years since the fans forum. Um, shock, horror. Um, a manager who wants to be there uh, accepts this thing. Uh, could you imagine Conte? Oh my god, glad handing and talking to members yeah. of the public. Just you wouldn't, you wouldn't even expose him to that. Uh, no. Jose Mourinho, similarly, yeah, why would you do that? So now you've got. Um, Ange Postacoglu, there's a big, there's a, nobody's ever heard of him. He's never done anything in the game. Oh, he's just playing fast and loose. Brilliant. He's a fucking human shield for uh, Daniel Levy. There was apparently there was there was no consequence, uh, no coincidence that uh, when everybody went on the stage for this fan forum thing, it wasn't separated out by hey everybody, welcome on stage. Johnson Men, everybody. And then, da 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 da. Ange Postacoglu. <laughs> and then, Daniel Levy. Boo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> so they all, 
They all Bethany, England, yay! So there was none of that bullshit. They all came on at the same time, and like Daniel Levy just slipped in at the back door. Jesus yeah. Christ. How's he sitting? I didn't even there wasn't even a chair for him a second ago, and he's suddenly there. <laughs> he just gets wheeled on at the last minute. So Ange Postacoglio is a goodwill uh, human shield. Eventually, he will get bored of that and go, yes, I know exactly what's going on here. I'm being used. But equally, he's been paid very well for what he's been doing in the past. Uh, a fraction of what his, uh, Jose Mourinho and uh, Conte have been paid for the same fucking thing. So now, as, as Daniel Levy says, we have our Tottenham back. The, the same Tottenham that you took away through very poor decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought yeah, back the team that you took away. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, Daniel. That's course. good. <laughs> That's good, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unrepentant mm. about ticket prices, whatever it is. But so mm. Ange Postacoglu at some yeah. point will go, mate, stop wheeling me out for this shit. <laughs> because I oh, know yeah, what's yeah. going on. You're trying to sell the fucking club. Yeah. You get everybody out there whilst it's quite good. Clearly, when you looked at the fixture list you saw before the Arsenal game, ima- imagine doing that after a defeat. Fuck me, it was a close to, yeah. very close to being a defeat fucking uh, in, in, in years gone by. That would have been a defeat, 98th and 100th minute victory. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason we're doing it is because we're not in fucking Europe. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the, that's all great. That's all great. Wonderful stuff. You know, he's owners are owners, and they do what they can. Uh, I think the first uh, in their press release was that uh, they spoke about revenue first, maximizing revenue so that you could get something on the pitch. Fine. But that's yeah. all they're ever going to do. Yeah, this isn't this isn't yeah. interesting stuff. But despite all that, and despite Daniel ever being a precise prick, uh, somehow <laughs> he's got himself a team that is quite good. And we've got um, and largely to the fact, and this is why he's fucking clever. He's he he got on board. Don Paratici, Don Penitentiary. And <laughs> yeah. he, he got a guy who he knew was going to jail, but got him before he went to jail and scabbed yeah. lots of things that um, Juventus, the, the things that Juventus, that, that uh, gave Juventus an advantage to win Serie A all, all the years. Uh, once that's taken away from Juventus, he brought him on board before the fucking lawsuits, before uh, Don Penitentiary was going down and got these players in. So we have leapt ahead significantly um, in in the last few years. All of the dodgy little fucking... I I call it... It's kind of old-school criminality. Mm. It's like good... It's good, wholesome. it's good criminal. It's good criminal. It's it's old school. Uh, yeah, bungs, manila envelopes, stuff for cash in service stations. It's all the old school shit that everybody used to do. But then the game has got so global and big and nation state and oil state and all that kind of stuff. All of that kind of stuff has been kind of swept under the carpet. But so we've gone old school criminal um, as opposed to large scale nation. <laughs> Nation state criminal. And 
within our little uh, <laughs> idea and, and, and premise of football, we have got ourselves a little unit here that is quite interesting uh, before the authorities yeah. can get hold of us, of which we're completely clean yeah. because it wasn't on oh, our, exactly. our watch. It wasn't on our watch. Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, the, get Paratici involved uh, for this Spurs side, knowing exactly what was coming down the road, which was bars, um, was genius. So now with this 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 great situation, Paratici's gone, Gabardini's gone, uh, money's in. Now we're going to do things properly. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> now we're going to go back to. Oh fuck! The only way you can do it is buy the buy the league rather than quiet bungs. Uh, the good old school, yeah. the good old school cheating that you know would have got you championships maybe 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> so there's a good, good, lovely, uh, dark Premier League that we're, we're kind of, we're, we're kind of running, but it's not, it's not City. And so what can we fucking do about it? Uh, but in the meantime, without having any of the success, we somehow acquired this, this team that could be very interesting. Oh yeah, no, it's, um, his his list of signings for us is um, oh, they're pretty significant. Yeah, it's 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 amazingly significant, frankly. Just in terms of the leveling up of the entire squad, is uh, yeah, it's quite. Something and if to it behold. wasn't for Manchester City's 115 dubious financial fair play uh, transgressions, uh, you'd be looking at what Tottenham are doing. But because oh no, exactly, it's a perfect opportunity, isn't it? You can slink, you can slink a little bit under the radar of this uh, without spending um, uh, a hideous amount of money. Arsenal haven't been great this season. Tottenham no. have, have been quite good. Um, I think Arsenal will look at this Tottenham game as a perfect opportunity to, and that's the great facility that we provide in, in matches like this where you can say that your season um, has been ignited after a victory yeah. against Spurs. And oftentimes it doesn't mean anything at the end of things, but um, Arsenal are crying out. Even if they, they play exactly the same and slightly shit and win, they will see it as... Uh, a catalyst. Setting their world alight. Yeah, exactly, a catalyst. Yeah. Um, but we... It won't make, I don't think it'll make too much of a difference. I think there'll be a situation where, and yes, uh, uh, Andrew's in, is enjoying his lovely honeymoon, which is great, which is great. It's, um, Conte was a, and, and let's conflate the two, Conte and Mourinho was a miserable marriage of convenience. Mm. But no, no one was happy. And uh, we're on the rebound. We're on this rebound with this big buxom Aussie bird. And <laughs> um, she's a lot of fun. Doesn't ask much mm. of you, apart from relentless power. And, 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 and uh, it's, that's an easy world. That's an easy world to be in. And as a like, red-blooded, yeah. like, 
easy bloke. Yeah, we can do that. There will come a point. I don't know when it is. Maybe after our title next season. <laughs> Once we win the league, playing this kind of red-blooded <laughs> sirloin steak football. <laughs> right. Do you have any tactics at all? Mm. And uh, we'll 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 have we'll, we'll see we'll see what this is. I I do I do find it interesting that. Arsenal and Pep, so Pep and by by proxy Arteta are playing the inverted fullback thing. Mm. But Anne just walked in, inverting both, <laughs> yeah. and that for a thing that either you didn't originate or you didn't, you you're inverting both in a team. Of, of players that you didn't sign, which is incredible. The only player yeah. that you can say, you know, I said, yeah. I said earlier in the season that, um, earlier in the season, only five games in, but <laughs> at some point, Andrew's got to sign his players. And the only player that it looks like is his signing is, is Brennan Johnson. So everybody else, yeah, he's, yeah. So you've got Poro who plays as a wing back. Oh, he can't be a right back. No, we're not even asking you to be a right back. We're asking you to be a central fucking midfielder now. You're doggy. Uh, you played left wing back for Udinese. No, now you're a left yeah. back for Spurs who plays central midfield. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, nobody requested of, of that of you, and we have not seen that of you, but we're asking you to do that. Mm. In a defence that's completely new with a goalkeeper who's never played in the Premier League. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I think I did read stories that suggested he was, he had previously been looking at Van der Ven. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I know exactly. But then as you, you're yeah. just the, the centre back, and yeah, fine, you're now a centre back that's being asked to play probably more than you would be. But yeah, in terms of coming into a team and two wing backs who yeah. you've had no involvement backs, with previously. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Tottenham yeah, yeah. and, and played centre centre back last weekend. It, yeah, very, yeah. Well, I mean, this is what very this is what stuff. kind of what I've been saying to people. It is this. It's obviously everybody's very much on the Ange hype train and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And you know, I am too. Wonderful yeah. guy. Every, oh, yeah, everything seems to. lovely. After that miserable marriage, yeah, but of course you was back to his. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he's walked into a team, and yeah, even though he's now asking questions. Or asking fullbacks or wingbacks to mm. play in positions that they never have before, he happens to have walked into a team where yeah. both fullbacks are capable of doing yeah, it. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Like that's the the. It's not. I wouldn't say dumb luck necessarily, but it's it's obviously a massive contributing factor to the fact that it has been working. Is that the the the, the positions that aren't standard, kind of in a in a formation. He's kind of lucked out in terms of the, the personnel that are already here and the fact they are able to do that. And not only are they able to do that, it seems like they might actually be quite perfectly suited to it, <laughs> despite the fact that they've never, ever done it before. Never done it before. So it's, uh, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's as much as you can attribute it to Ange and his motivational factors and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
there definitely has to be a recognition of his. It has been quite fortunate that Don Paratici's Don Penitentiary's uh, <laughs> little black book has kind of worked in his favour, just massively, massively. And he chucks Sar into the mix. It's, it's yeah, no, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's fascinating. So the, the 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 battle at the weekend is that we want to invert and they want to keep you out wide. So you have Saka and Trossard on either side who will they will have chalk on their boots. Udogi and Poro will step inside, which yeah. makes available. I mean, it depends again in transition. So basically, your starting position when you're in defending is your left and right back, but in possession, you're moving in there. But yeah. the push and pull between in possession and out of possession when Saka and Trossard will not be moving at all from the touchline. Yeah. So uh, Udogi will be walking off him, Tross, uh, Saka and uh, Poro will be walking off Trossard to. Yeah. Overload that central bit to push Madison and Rice SR further forward to get Kulu and Son further out wide. Yeah, it will be, it will be fascinating if, like how, I think that the game is essentially won and lost with the Adogi Poro pushing in or not. I think so. Uh, but equally, so. because the, the the midfield will be completely overrun by Spurs players once. We're in there. Poro, like Havertz is not going to know what to do with it. Odegaard is just going to get biffed by uh, a doggy. Uh, yeah. It'd be nice yeah, to yeah. see how far, because how much Rice gets pulled about the pitch, but it basically plays in a kind of left center, but left channel of things because yeah, Zinchenko's going for a walk. Um, yeah. And, but Kulu, because he's such a, a dude and he, um, I think of Kulusevsky as an ice hockey player. He's, have you seen his, uh, did you see his interview uh, after the game? And and he said, you know, when he scored my goal, it was like a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's, there's something about his, um, it's just his outlook. Yeah, and the way yeah, that he he's got things. it. He's very different. He's, he's got very it. different to your average footballer. It's, yeah. it's something he's definitely it's just, a just mate. He's swipe. definitely a dude you'd want to hang out with because he's yeah, got some absolutely. other shit going on that's much more interesting than whatever the hell's going on yeah. here. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It went off like a bomb. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Yeah, now all of the interviews I've seen with him, it's, it's all very... You can tell it's him talking. Yeah. It's not media trained no, and it's all that none sort of, of that. stuff. Like, this is this this is me. This is me. But yeah, no, the um yeah, as you say, I think a lot it is gonna hinge probably almost entirely on on the Udogi and, and Poro dynamic. Because yeah, there will definitely be moments, as you say, Saka and Trossard are probably gonna hug the touchline, so they're gonna be looking to exploit that yeah. space. But at the same time, neither of those fuckers is gonna be tracking Poro or Udogi. Well, exactly. Exactly. So it's who's going to do the damage is is what it's going to come down to. And all of them are equally capable. Yeah. So it's a lot of it will just come down to one day who's who's doing the business. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't think uh, Arsenal are in the situation anymore where they're just going to try and burn us from from the get-go out of the traps. So they, they will... 
they will have to be they'll have to keep their powder dry a little bit more because i don't think um we are that they could see us as fragile but i think we're so resilient already with this young bunch of guys who've not done uh not had a misstep whatsoever yeah that it's hard it was obvious to play the Conte team. It was like, right, uh, we fuck these guys early. They're never going to come back. Like, right, okay. But you can't apply the same thing. And, uh, yeah, again, it, the the whole Rashford idea of they're so terrified of getting fucked around the back of the uh, the inverted guys, which is not the same thing with White anymore because, uh, well, they had the injury to Timber. Um, and they, they weren't, they didn't start the season with White a right back. And it kind of switched. He's a centre back, isn't he? He's a centre back. He is a centre back. Yeah. Yeah. But when you see the ability of um, Poro to pass a ball from right back and you see what White is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's still it's quite the same thing. And then the, the, the only what and White, again, to facilitate space for Saka of which uh, Arteta turned his back on last season, has kind of reverted back to it but due to injuries, is getting White making dummy runs around the back of Saka, yeah. Saka just to make some space for him to cut inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He so doesn't want him to, to get the ball. So, yeah. you know, when you're looking at, you know, Madison... Madison will take some liberties in the hole. He will think he's as good or better than Odegaard. Uh, Odegaard will look at Madison and go, no, I'm better than you. So there's that element of not tracking back too much, but uh, yeah. making sure your territory's there so that they know. Now, if you all, if everybody sits back, you know exactly what what time it is and what how the the opponent is, is what their outlook is of the game. But if you've got mm. guys pushing into higher zones, and that's why I see Richarlison starting this one, yeah, um, just to be a nuisance. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But there was a little bit of me earlier in the week because of the Rashford thing, and I thought, oh, Brennan Johnson, this is so damn quick. Who could do it, but then I don't think we should expose him or burn him. He should experience. No, no. He should experience this game from the bench. Um, yeah, yeah. And, um, no, I think he's yeah. he's. You come on against tired legs. Go to the University just, of Football. Watch this. Yeah. Go to this auditorium. See how how um, uh, volatile and uh, vital it is, and just just drink it in. Drink it in because we're going to need mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, so what did you make of the I'm looking at the Arsenal team so it's going to be Raya White Saliba uh, Gabriel Zinchenko Rice Odegaard Havertz Saka Trossard Enketia or Jesus at a pinch yeah I think yeah yeah I think it would probably will be Jesus yeah just, he did I'll take he it scored I'll take it I just want to see um, him and Romero and him and Van der Ven Jesus like, Christ it's so actually <laughs> yeah, easy Romero so Romero you've got is going to um, Trossard they don't really get in the box you've got him yeah two of these guys and then you're aware of Odegaard and Havertz of which why would you be that 
um, aware of habits. I don't know, man. I'm talking myself up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking myself up here. <laughs> now, as I say, it, it, it's all ultimately it's going to boil down to if 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 the Who's players are do on something it. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. If if the players are on it, then I I could see us winning. Like it's it's not unreasonable to, to see us win this game if, if everyone's be... on it. But as I say, it would. But it, as I say, it would need Madison would need to be on it. Basuma will need to be on it. Yeah, Udogi and Poro will need to be on it. Basically, everyone will need to be on it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, for the most part, they have been already up to this point, and there's no reason why they should approach this game any differently. No, because it is very much a we can't really lose it, even if we lose. And just been saying for weeks. Let's not get carried away. There's going to be a couple of slappings in here. And there's going to be some some rocky moments. We can then just write it off as a rocky moment if we lose this game. Yeah, it's early days. No, just just fucking go for it. What did I hear about the Arsenal team? Is that they they've conceded? They've conceded. It's something ridiculous. They've conceded the the first shot. In every game for the last seven games or something, the first time any the opponent has shot, they scored. Um, so there's an element of I don't know whether it's accurate or not, but it's pretty close. Where they start mm. slow and anybody who shoots early scores. Um, and it's so it's it's, it's it's there for the second. It's, if we're sitting yeah. there, if we're sitting there and wait. We will lose. I don't think we will. But I if we go we for it, of which we will, because there's nothing to suggest yeah. in the five games that we've seen already that we wouldn't. But yeah. there's also there's also that um, I always used to say this when I when I played this. Well, when you're playing a football match, you're also watching a football match, and you'd like to watch a good football match. Yeah. So. There's, I have no problem with the opponent having the ball. But if you can't fucking yeah, use yeah. it, if you can't fucking use it, yeah. we're going to use it. And you have your yeah. turn. And if we can't use it, you've got your turn. So yeah. I think there's going to be an element of, yeah, you're going to have the ball, but if you can't use it, we're going to fucking take you. Yeah, uh, I know exactly. And we're going to use it because we're going to try and yeah. get, get possession as well or certainly sting you um, yeah. with some incisive shit just to... Uh, uh, suppress suppress your willingness to try and squish us we'll be so potent yeah. the other way yeah yeah well exactly right I mean, and that's it seems to be pretty much Angie's entire philosophy I think it seems I don't think he ever I mean he'll, he'll kind of talk about how there, there might be some very minor adjustments mm. and stuff but I don't think I don't think we're going to approach this game in any sort of different way than we would all of the other ones. I mean, as I say, Sheffield United was gamesmanship and all that sort of shit and players weren't quite on it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I, I think we are, we, I think we are going to absolutely be going for their throat the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if they're mentally or physically prepared for that. That's not to say that it's going to work, but I think we're going to try it. I, I don't see any reason why we're going to, divert from what we've already been doing so I think it's going to be plums out from the off and it yeah. is very much of a kind of okay what have you got because we're going to fucking show you what we do yeah 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 <laughs> and yeah it, it could be it could end up being an extremely high scoring game <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Because even if, even if, yeah, even if we have scored a couple of goals or it is a high scoring game, I don't think Arsenal just out of a sense of pride. I don't think that they're going to look to kind of try and shut up shop or anything like that. I I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to be looking to make, as you say, kind of make a statement uh, in this game. So it's, it's, it's going to be a bit of a blow for blow, I think. Uh, and ultimately, yeah, it's going to come down to who performs enough to do damage. Mm. And we absolutely have enough in our team to do damage. And they have probably enough in their team to do damage. So it's, uh, yeah, who's who's up for it on the night? Yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. And whether the, 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 the ability of either side to take take a punch on the nose and then get up and go again. That's the thing. And um, that's the relentless thing. Relentless isn't um, playing really well, dominating and getting loads of chancing and scoring. Relentlessness is taking a fucking punch on the nose and getting up and fucking scoring again. That's, yeah, that's the difference. That's the, the, the terrifying thing of, of, of any football team is that you're going to get fucked. You're going to get fucked at some point. Oh, yeah, but yeah. You, you you accept it and you bounce back as quickly as fucking possible, and then you and, and then you're going again. And that because that is exhausting for the opponent. The opponent's gone. Oh Jesus Christ, we've got a goal. That's fantastic. Jesus Christ, these fucking guys haven't stopped. They keep they're, they're carrying on. They're carrying on like they haven't they haven't conceded. They 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 they're carrying on like they haven't conceded. Oh no, exactly. And we have to. And that's the best. That's the only recourse we yeah. have. Yeah. That's the only recourse yeah, yeah. we have. Um, yeah, it's uh, go on. Give me a because it's pointless. But uh, oh. give me a, a scoreline. Uh, uh, Two all. I'll go four three. One nil. Yeah, I, I, fancy, I fancy a four three. I fancy a four three. I mean, who knows? It probably will be a one nil. Yeah. Well, no, I, actually, yeah, no. Four three seems a bit extreme. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go us to nick it two one. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's crazy. When when you look at the like a two-one score, but similarly, Sheffield United was a two-one victory uh, yeah. uh, on the on the scorecard, but seventy-five possession or whatever the fuck it was, uh, twenty-eight shots on goal, two-one doesn't doesn't quite adequately cover it. But then again, a ding dong, or two teams go for it, but the ball doesn't go in the back of the net. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you feeling? Ultimately, I don't care what the result is. As long as we know, yeah, no, as long as I. they know, when they walk off the pitch, is that fucking hell, these guys are going to come back again. These guys aren't going away. Oh, exactly. That, exactly. Yeah. That, you might and, win and the fight. You're going to come you. out of it. That will beat you down. Yeah. That will beat you down. Exactly. So, exactly. It might be too early for us to deal with Arsenal right now. Of which I still empirically I try I try to look at the Arsenal team and think uh, no cold light of day objectively these guys are really good and it's like well no they did very yeah. well last season in a year where mm. everybody was shit uh, because yeah. of the World Cup. And um, you yeah. can't touch City anyway. And just general shitness. But yeah, now, general shitness across the board. Yeah. But now yeah. they had the chance. It wasn't there anymore. They're going to try and be stately and try and win the league, of which it can't work. The only thing they have is fire and brimstone. And if they choose not yeah. to have fire and brimstone, 
they won't even get close. But there's nobody else to compete with um, City right now. Uh, no. We are new. We are young. We are vibrant. Yes, it might be too soon, but good God. Win, lose, or draw, they're going to know that they probably should have lost. And that, oh, yeah, that's no, what I'm yeah. after. That's, that's what I'm after. Exactly. Exactly. So it may be. It's, it's a boxing match that you you may well end up winning, but you're going to have some seriously fat lips, a smashed up nose, and two black eyes. By the end yeah, of it. Fat lips, and the promoters will already be um, arranging the rematch. And so, yeah. Because it, it was <laughs> yeah. it was compelling viewing, and we need to see that again. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, exactly. I do look at the Arsenal team. And I, I'm, <laughs> the Ray Ramsdale thing was interesting. In that, I'm gutted that they now have dropped Ramsdale because I knew he was shit a little bit, like straight away. Yeah, he's, lively. he's a fucking yeah. joke. He's a fucking joke. We knew it yeah. was like, like, and and Arteta's going. Well, that was the reason we didn't win the league. Mm. Goalkeeper's a little bit, um, bit of a clown. But no, yeah, anybody that plays up villain. for their home fans, yeah, anybody that plays up that much to kind of try and appease the fans and win the fans over and all the foolish shit that he was doing, you're masking, yeah. you're masking a lack of yeah. something, whether it's ability, whether it's drive, whether it's motivation, or whether you've just got the, the, it could be anything, the, the, the temperament and capability to exist. Uh, at this yeah. level, uh, yeah. they, did, they did relatively well, but now they've, they've binned him off. Which um, Arteta is ruthless. He just gets rid of players when whenever it just doesn't quite suit. You know, uh, yeah, he's a brilliant. Uh, Ramsdale's brilliant. You know, he's my number one for years. Now Raya's in, uh, which is going to start, and even then, Raya's okay. I know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, okay. he's decent. He's, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's a calm presence. Yeah. Uh, that was the great thing about um, that during the summer. I even did the... I did a very bad Photoshop. K-I-A. <laughs> Raya. Raya. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Raya. He's in the back. Raya. Raya. <laughs> Um, I definitely thought that was in the bag, but it was definitely too much money. Absolutely. That's that's the hilarious thing, though, that um, he's got a loan from Brentford and they were about to charge us 40 million. Yeah. I think even Bayern Munich were like, oh, we're we're, we're interested. Maybe not buying somebody else that was very big in 40 million. million for, For a guy who. Played at Blackburn only three years ago. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. So. yeah. But then again, you know, that feeds into our criminal mastermind of we're going to pretend that we're... Uh, well... We're, yeah. we're going to try and sign somebody legitimately and then what we're going to do is we're going to sneak sneak this guy in through a laundry basket. <laughs> yeah. So, Ryan would have been £40 million for a guy uh, he played for Blackburn a few years ago. Um, in the last year of his contract, and we get Vicario. I mean, he's future Italy number one. Who is? I forgot how unagile. And you, you know, in, in ten years of football, you you don't quite see the degeneration of a goalkeeper. But 
<laughs> that guy can't save shit. No, the Reese can't save shit. I mean, we knew it yeah. in the uh, Newcastle away, but yeah. my God, you see a guy yeah. who can jump around and bounce and, and can run a uh, hundred yards to celebrate a goal. I don't think I ever saw <laughs> Hugo Lloris celebrate in no, the opposite. Uh, no. I don't think I ever saw that. Not in, yeah, not in the, the speed that I didn't Ricardo know, got to the I didn't know in all these years how stiff. I mean, Hugo Lloris has probably been one of our greatest goalkeepers, but how stiff he was the entire time. I don't think he was at the beginning. I don't think he was at the oh. beginning. He was he was nimble. He was the sweeper keeper when he... But I don't no, think I that lasted that, as but, long but as people as like human, to think. As a human, he's stiff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, All his commentary is boring. Yeah. It's state. It's like, yeah. what, what the fuck, man? They, we, yeah. we didn't know that we could have this other way. We've got this wild fucking idiot that we don't even know... <laughs> what he's done or why he's good or but he's running a hundred yards to get to the celebrate and then run back <laughs> like this is that's what you want that's what you want oh, yeah, yeah. He's a, like you got to yeah. risk you know the rest his soul he's a uh, and he's in the, in the premier league <laughs> squad he's a world cup winning uh goalkeeper of which the uh, vicario may never probably will never ever do um yeah but it's got very little to do with his goalkeeping there winning the World Cup. Um, oh, it, oh, it's, it's his whole behaviour throughout the entire thing. Like, um, Hugo Lloris is captain. He, he wasn't right, man. He wasn't right no, as a captain. It was, it was, it I need a guy kind of, again, it was who fucking a, feels it. Find a World I need Cup. blood, sweat yeah. and tears. He's a goalkeeper. He's yeah. miles away. He's not doing anything. Um, and then we got yeah. towards the end, towards the end, and then Harry Kane. Like Harry Kane is no fucking captain, but for for what we do, he's a captain for a team of a certain of a team that's always winning. Yeah, he could be mm. one, but of which he's never going to be a captain of fucking Bayern Munich. But mm. it's it's standard kind of same old shit that we don't fucking need with a team that. Um, plays on the margin, you know, you know, lots of money, 11th, 11th, 9th, 10th, best, uh, most expensive, uh, profitable team in, in, in the world. But we have to do it our way. And our mm. way, you would always prefer a little bit of character, a little bit. Absolutely. Not, not, maybe maybe Hugo had loads, but he was suppressing it. But I don't know why he would do that. Just give us uh, something. Rather yeah. than, well, it yeah, is yeah. disappointing, and we give it to uh, we uh, owe it to our the fans. Uh, uh, yeah. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Like, fuck off. Mm. Come on, give me something. Give yeah. me something. Um, and we've discovered that this is the shit that's holding us back. Um, you know, brilliant up to a point, but then holding you back to to get to the next thing. And this is all, all wonderful stuff. And you can you can post rationalize it all you want, which well, is great. Now we got yeah. this exuberant bunch of bastards who've never experienced death, who just want to run run for it, and. Uh, you know, project themselves into life. It is, 
Um, it's compelling shit. It's compelling shit. And when you yeah. when you hear stories of um, you know famous famous young teams in the sixties that have done anything interesting, my god, my god. <laughs> And it's too soon. We can't say this. We can't say this. But it's the optimism, the optimism, win, lose, or draw oh, yeah, against yeah. fucking Arsenal, of which Arsenal, they have to feel like they are the only team to compete with City. We don't feel like that. Yeah. We feel like we can compete with the universe. And that, <laughs> that it's empowering. It's empowering. It's not this earth. Yeah. Not this miserable yeah. little earth where people mm. buy championships. No, we're not. We're not it's pale blue dot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't. We're not governed by that shit. And that's <laughs> the terrifying beauty of what Tottenham should always be. We're slightly underneath that shit. We can't buy it. We might be crap, but we might be fucking incredible. <laughs> and that that's that's where it should always be i always find, I find it astonishing. so um antonio conte a penny for your thoughts where, where are you now a sun lounger somewhere talking to someone about potentially uh getting a gig in italy for a fraction of what tottenham um, would have paid you. Still counting the fifteen million pounds from last season. Um, oh yeah, in a season that you wrote off in December when you knew that you weren't going to sign a new contract, uh, but took the Pretty money much. anyway. Um, um, and now he's looking at um, Ange Postecoglou. Gone. Wait a minute. I've won all of these things and. This, this fat Greek guy who's now just walking around because it's not me and everybody's happy. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to talk to Daniel about getting an extra couple of million for this because that, that, that was an open goal. That yeah. Poster yeah. is a fucking open goal and it's a human shield mm. for Daniel Levy now. Oh, he's the perfect human too. Yeah. Hide behind that guy. And um, it was yeah. interesting at a point where uh, I was just like, fuck this, man. I know what's going on. Um, I've got my four-year deal. Uh, it would have been a fraction of the, the Conte deal. Um, but it, was, it, it, it sets me up. Um, I don't have to do any more of this football shit. <laughs> After this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, four-year deal. It would have been, what's it, is it eight million quid? I don't know, actually. I've not seen anything about um, numbers. It was, uh, Conte was 15 mil a year. Yeah, yeah. And and this guy is a fraction of that. So it's like, yeah. I think it's probably eight over four or something. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's, this is Nuno numbers. Mm. Um, and it will be... Yeah, it's you've got a bunch of Spurs players here who know of Paratici, Don Penitentiary, and Juve, and the 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 
the universe of cheap victories. So there's there's a lot of killers in there. Romero yeah. knows it, Kulu knows it, Bentenker knows it. He knows he, they they know what environment they're in with these guys. But now they don't have they're not governed by any of that shit anymore. And it's kind of a free hit, but it's also a free hit that Romero doesn't get into the Champions League next season, of which yeah, you've got it's got to go. You can't you can't you like get your 70 mil. Let's build for the next. We can get another 40 million. We can, we can do it. There are all of these guys who, without European football, with all of that time available to them. Um, I do think it's fascinating the amount of people around the Tottenham team to keep these guys frosty throughout yeah. this process. Um, whether it's there's um, pasta cogli cooker, some kind of hot pot um, each and every day, and he invites one of them over because he's got the time. Uh, because we're not we're not being buffeted around by the um, the travails of of, of European football. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. And in terms of um, if you're in the business of making um, Amazon docs, uh, you, you wouldn't have a better. I know this was the season for I it, think really. People have started like moving, shuffling around going, hmm, there might be something here we should get involved in here. Because um, it's compelling. He's great. He's good telly. He's not like he's not second. It's not second language English yet, where everybody's kind of mm. reading between the lines. Um, yeah. There's something to be said for this guy speaks fucking English. He's Australian, Greek, yeah. but he speaks fucking English, and um, uh, you can have a conversation with him, and it's not cryptic because. It, it, I defy anybody, like Conte, um, like any English manager, go to Italy and speak Italian and not feel cryptic. Yeah. The reason why you're cryptic yeah. is because you don't fucking speak the language. And <laughs> Jose Mourinho, for as much as he speaks English, he doesn't fucking speak English at all. The guy, the, the, the guy just doesn't speak English at all. He does what he can, but it's not quite the same thing. And so everything seems slightly more... Uh, it's uh, hyperbolic. But you can't just have mm. a chat. You can't just go, yeah, well, you know, my parents were immigrants. Like, that never... <laughs> that shit, that just never comes up. It just never... Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a guy who um, lost his eye the other day. Like, you, you, Conte <laughs> never comes up with that. Never comes up to that, but but to to, to um, Pasta Coglu, it's oh well, this is just chat. This is shit that I know. This oh, yeah. is quite easy, and these dickheads because they've been fed a diet of uh, cryptic bastard um, um, foreign managers um, 
can't deal with a fucking basic chat. They just cannot yeah. handle a basic chat. They don't do repartee. They don't do this and that. They don't do back and forth. Uh, it's, oh, this team, uh, this software. <laughs> you know, you don't want, you know just, just fucking talk to me about the one-eyed bloke. You know, how you were fantastic and you, how you saved him, man. And you, you gave him like a retina on, on, a, on a trip to the Himalayas. No, just give us a chat. Give us a story. Not this suffer, pain, disgusting team. You know, well, there's, there's no chat. I can't write that up in a news article. So there's an element of we have to pick. But it's, it's kind of opened up the world of, um, you know, just being able to talk a little bit. Mm. You know, like the yeah. whole story about Arteta is like, Jesus Christ. This guy's a prick. The way he was like talking about um, uh, haranguing his wife enough to eventually agree to go on a date. Yeah. Talking about yeah. uh, there are many different tactics that he, he compared it to driving on the M25 on a school run. Like all this kind of shit. And then uh, accusing, accusing the... Uh, uh, in a conversation about Raya and the Ramsdale, that he he spoke to the uh, the interviewer and said, "What's Fabio Vieira's shirt number?" These are all yeah. these are all things yeah. of people who don't have a grasp of the English language because more often than not, you'd have a. When I see somebody talking to me about and he wants to divert me into a certain direction, I take them in another direction with conversation but yeah. we these guys don't have that so much they pretend the mm. m25 chat and 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 coercing your wife into um, actually <laughs> picking up the phone these these are these have a detrimental effect to your um uh, other people's idea of you in the world you sound fucking <laughs> weird Oh uh, yeah, it's creepy as fuck. It's creepy as fuck, and it's not. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not what anybody wants. It's not. It's not what you wanted, and it's not what anybody else wants, and it's certainly not what the guy who asked the question wants. So it's yeah. It, so it's nice to have a guy who has stories of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. he can tell them yeah, it's not cryptic. And all that kind of stuff. But yeah. again, he again, the human shield will eventually go, Daniel Levy, this is exhausting. I spent yeah. the entire year with yeah. no tactics, just talking to everybody else about how brilliant I am and I'm, an F I'm a refugee. Uh, I, need, I need to. Like, uh, I don't know what you paid Nuno, but I'm off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's back to the, the, the actual game at all, fuck's sake. I, I, I expected this to be a half hour thing. Um, uh, I have no idea what the scoreline is. I, 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 no, we will I turn up. That much. More often than not, he exactly. cares. We will turn up. We will turn That's up. That's all I'm asking for. But I don't know yeah. what that will mean. Um, yeah, they will yeah, know we're yeah. here. As long as we will know yeah. they're there, and they will know we will be coming back again. So no, exactly. Um, as long as we great. keep swinging, that's 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 all I'm interested in. 
The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan national team have visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.